0: Material Components, Season 2, Episode 35, Time to Unwind. Greetings and welcome to Material Components, the actual play RPG show all about a galaxy of magic and the adventurers who live there. I am your humble dragon master, Mike Ergoni, and joining me, as always, are my stalwart adventurers. Hey, adventurers! Thanks for being here. Heck yeah! Waka waka. Yep. You're just so gosh darn
1: welcome, Mike. Just happy to be here.
2: Hey, everybody. <laughs> I am Olivia. I'm so sorry. There's a dog who's trying to jump on me. Uh, but I'm also Olivia, and I'm playing Florian of Acalar.
3: I'm Elliot, and I'm sick, and I'm also <laughs> playing Shay. Uh,
4: I am Michael, and I'm playing Oswald, Octavian, Theophilus III. And I'm Reed, and I'll be playing Amari.
0: Indeed of course, before we begin today's session, I have to ask the same question I ask every time, and that is, Mike, do you remember what all of these people were up to last time? Why, well, I do. Thanks, Mike. I definitely didn't forget Oof. to ask who's doing the recap before we started the episode. Oh, I can so do it really attack. quick. I can <laughs> really, I can do it really, really quick.
1: Ready? <laughs> Here we go. Here it is. Here it is. Hmm? Google Maps, but space. That's mm. the entire episode. That's I mean... a
0: terrible <laughs> summation.
4: It's yeah. not and
0: strong.
1: Yeah. Also yeah. time.
0: Well,
3: I was going to say, it's Google Maps plus time.
1: <laughs> or minus <laughs> time.
0: On the planet Rafos, the moon of Rafos, I should say. Our team, Oracle Zero, had plunged into the depths of an archaeological dig site into ancient God's Tech ruins. That was the site of the first attack of the terrorist group known as the Children of tier It was here you discovered that the Children of A'Teer had themselves discovered what appears to be some kind of super map, an atlas of the known galactic region that you call the Dragon's Wake Galaxy. Some of you discovered that this map may in fact go a bit beyond that scope, but it is incredibly useful when trying to wiggle out details of your local, relatively speaking, surroundings. In doing so, some of you plunged into the depths of an icy cold water world, also the site of a attack by the Children of Aetir. Others of you shifted around and inspected the homeworld of one of your companions, Florian's own akalar It was there you discovered the site of the most recent attack by the Children of Aetir, that being at yet another God's Tech Ruin. Because it seems, based on your investigations, that the children of tier are collecting, attacking... They're doing something with God's tech. This fact was confirmed not too long ago by a off-again, on-again friend by the name of Brother Hune, an orcish fellow who kind of put you on the scent of this sort of investigation. While... Zooming about in space, your companion Oswald also discovered that he could, in fact, zoom about in time. But But leastways, as he pushed the boundaries of that altogether familiar fourth dimension, you were able to watch in not real time, because it wasn't in real time, but it also was in real time. This map is weird and does a lot of things, but you were able to watch the most recent attack of the Children of here as they fought their way through dangerous, carnivorous plant mushroom lizard monsters in mm-hmm. order to secure something from a God's Tech ruin on Akalar. What you also discovered is that they left some people behind. High quality folks. Yeah, it seems as though the children of eight oh here weird. might be bad best. guys.
4: <laughs> I mean, maybe those four guys were really, really shitty. You it's know? true.
0: You don't know the team dynamic you, well enough.
4: I almost said in you know, a weirdly
2: mean, like out of character and also out of my perspective moment. Maybe they're the Amaris of that <laughs> team. <laughs>
3: Wow! Yeah. Not... What does that wow. mean? <laughs> I don't know. If anyone would Oswald behind.
4: Yeah, I was I just about to say. I'm surprised, it,
1: I'm surprised it wasn't Oswald. Three years was good enough. You know, it's the longest relationship I've ever had, so thank you all for that. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: good night and good luck. Secret bad guy read begins now.
1: What do you mean secret?
3: <laughs> uh, all right. No, no, no. All right, guys. No I guess secret. I'm the Joker now um uh yeah so i think what um and man since last wednesday it's been a hell of a time for me to remember anything but um, i do believe that the first thing i wanted to do this session because we sort of ended kind of right uh as realizing that they left people behind it was very dramatic um That I wanted to have Oswald and I follow what happened to those people, so that we could at least get a pretty good beat on where they are, were slash are, because it's going to take us a a little bit to get to Akilar. So, Hmm. yeah,
0: Mm -hmm. this is true. So,
2: though technically, if we can go forward in time, we can discover where they will be when we get to Akilar.
3: That sounds incredible. Oh, we did actually, I think this was off off recording, but we did talk about um, the potential dangers of that. So, yeah, let's do
1: it. <laughs> I mean, Oswald's already hooked up, so, it's you know, true. let's turn his brain to just absolute Swiss cheese. It's I'm not also already. here.
0: <laughs> but Oracle Zero, you had disconnected briefly from this galactic atlas to discuss your findings but you are still in the map room on Rafos. you're a little unsure about how much time has passed while you were connected to this device as Mm -hmm. anything you have on your personage that would receive a transmission or update local time via an aether relay is Mm -hmm. shut down in this place you're not receiving or able to send any transmissions from here. That being said, you have access to one of the most forensically detailed galactic maps you've ever seen. And a little bit of experimentation with that led to some trippy moments where you could zoom in even on yourselves in real time. Mm-hmm. Don't recommend.
2: <laughs> no, it was bad. <laughs> it wasn't good.
0: But leastways, yes, you are still in the map room. You still have access to the galactic atlas. And whatever else you might want to do here is your business. So, Oracle Zero, what you doing? Um. <laughs> As we all watch Olivia wrestle a puppy into submission. Yes, it's all very it's cute. A- and sweet. we're trying to yeah. keep our shit together. I know. Yeah.
4: It's very hard.
3: Does Blue be like this? Headphone cord looks delicious. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <It's>... uh... <laughs> I'm
2: sorry that throwing one piece of kibble at her at a time is failing to work anymore. <laughs>
1: Have you She's tried throwing two pieces? Throwing throwing them at opposite uh... corners. She's
3: realized where the kibble is coming from. Unfortunately, oh, and has decided oh, no. to uh, nip <laughs> to get it at its, its source. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I do think that we should figure out where these fools are going or last known location and then go find them. Like, do we need to do anything else here?
2: I don't think so, except while Mike was giving the recap, I did want to clarify. um, Is uh, did we determine that they were taking anything?
1: They had a big
0: thing. Yes.
2: Yeah. Okay. They, that's they that's what I some. thought I remembered, but I was like, "Oh God, am I just making that up?"
0: No, you did indeed confirm that they had some large containment unit of some kind, and that they took with them.
3: And it was their own. Like, did it look like just a a big ancient thing, or did it look more modern? The the containment unit they had. Bio, like. Like, if I were to watch a movie, like, was it a fucking stone thing or was it a crate? You know, like...
0: It looked more like it was made of stone than it was a crate. So it, it's okay. unusual in the fact that it's not some kind of sci-fi space crate, because that's what's normal.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. And the stone doesn't look like that kind of black-ish kind of... Environment that we've been going through, right? It looks like it's made out of stone. Where we, the environment I we've been we'd in looks be very able high to tech. Tell
4: what it's made out of. Oh, fuck.
0: It's tough to say. Tough to say. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Based and on hands. what you're seeing, yeah. I mean, you could zoom. In, you've gotten a very wide view of this thus far. So, without zooming in further and really analyzing the details via, I don't know, some kind of talent roll or something. I'm not telling you all to roll dice and use your character sheets, but that's a thing. this kind of game,
3: huh? (laughs)
0: I've never used a character sheet for any of this. Oh, that's very clear. It's, yeah, (laughs) distinctly obvious.
3: (laughs) You had to make a a separate sheet that just wasn't your character sheet for some reason for your last character.
1: Oh, I do. I do everything. It was in MS longer paint.
2: than your
3: character
1: <laughs> yeah. sheet somehow. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. So to to enhance this, we're not all viewing this. Oswald's the only one who's seeing this, right? We'd all have to zoom in and go get to that point, even. Yeah. To, to understand, I, can, what I guess we can seeing.
3: all hitch a ride, though.
1: Well, oh, that's right, that's right, because Shay it did hitch a ride with Oswald, so Shay does yes. see what's going on. And, and so but did I. Only I.
2: But I pulled back at the end yeah. of there.
1: Okay. Right.
0: So, if you wanted to get back, it, as of right now, you are pulled out of the map. Mm-hmm. But if you wanted to get back to that point, you probably could.
3: So we're doing that? Seeing where yeah. they go? Okay. And I think it would be beneficial to have Florian be there for that one just like so that we have somebody who's familiar with the the area
2: yeah for sure and yeah that was the only reason that florian pulled that was because he was like too familiar with that yeah Yeah. um so i could for sure hop back on oh that takes we have to spend an aether to do that if i recall correctly
0: or do a roll not just one
2: yeah
0: three yeah
3: Huh. Oh, yeah. I forgot it cost something. Ugh. Every what is time. this? It's well,
2: game. <laughs> luckily, <laughs> luckily, I have a stupid thing where I can just get those. So I'll do that again.
0: Okay. Are you all participating in this?
3: I don't have any Aether dice left.
1: So Neither do I. I'm good I out three. here. <sighs> yeah, because I didn't. I don't remember the difficulty of this shit. It wasn't easy. Yep.
0: Oswald will say that because you've already succeeded in doing this before, you have mm-hmm. that sort of access to rewind as you see fit. Okay, excellent. And the rest of you can kind of latch on to him metaphorically speaking and hop along for the ride. Which is what Shay did before. And mm-hmm. Florian for that matter.
4: Yeah. <clears throat>
0: So it's just a matter of whether or not Amari trusts his consciousness to Oswald.
4: The water's warm. <laughs>
1: Jump on in.
4: Why? Why is it
0: warm? say it like that?
1: It's warm around Oswald for some weird reason. Um, well, wasn't no, me. I'm, 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 I'm good out here, actually. Thank you. It's really fun question can oswald record what he's seeing in this map state I, I i assumed he tried at one point but i don't did we ask mm.
4: at all didn't try i'm gonna try i'm not playing your character i'm just like no but it's a it's a valid point
0: okay you try yeah. to record and yeah your little heads up display on your glasses seems to be indicating that it is recording?
4: I'm sure it'll just be from my body's perspective. Um, but who knows?
0: And again, when you first get into this map protocol, it does do the thing where you have that out-of-body experience to get the wide view on the map so you can mm-hmm. s- literally see your body. Yeah. So you don't know what it's recording.
4: Well, yeah. It's it's worth uh, finding out later. Good call. All right, let's jump in. Hack right. into the mainframe.
0: Amari, you're going in.
1: No, no, I'm I'm good out here. Okay. Yeah.
0: Are you going back into the map protocol at all? Or are you staying out in the real world?
1: I'll, I'll vibe in the real world. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'll. I'll take a lap around the room. You know, <laughs> do some stretching.
0: And again, to re-describe this room. You are in a large dark chamber filled with light that is emanating from the atlas, which is a model of some kind, not made of some kind of hologram, but little strands of material coming from the ceiling and the floor to meet in the middle and create this rotating graphical interface of the galaxy. Below and above it, there are these... Big, broad pillars where these strands emerge from. And around the exterior of the lower pillar are those four spots that you discovered last time where you can stand and enter this device's interface. Three of you managed to do that very easily. Amari, you begin prowling around the room and... Make a mental note of that point in the wall that, while indistinguishable from either side, is where you came in before and is also where you experimented last session to make sure you could exit this place if need be.
1: That was going to be a one quick thing I was going to ask is, are there any other exits to this place, or is that the only one?
0: There are no visible exits. Do you want to start just testing the wall to see if they're... Yeah. Okay. Well, that is something you can absolutely do while the others are delving into the map. As you Yeah. Start edging along the wall and tapping at it, you would discover that there are a bunch of other exits to this room. And mm-hmm. like the one that leads in here, they all lead to big patches of darkness. Hmm. Where your etheric light just stops.
1: So there's really no telling where one is coming out at.
0: And if you're not careful, it would actually be difficult to tell them apart as well. Okay. Because the aperture and the darkness beyond is very similar to each other. And by similar, I mean exactly the same. Great differentiate.
1: Not going to fuck with that shit right now. Mm-mm.
0: But good to know. Meanwhile, Florian Shay, you follow Oswald's lead as you dive back into the simulation. There is that strange pulling sensation that you feel as you're being drawn along behind Oswald. This kind of tugging just behind your navels. And you are drawn deeper and deeper into the simulation, finding your way back to Akalar, back to those five crowded planetoids. And eventually you are uh, zooming back in on Jaretta, the densely wooded planetoid with that massive fallen nurse log. And even as you're moving, Oswald, you feel a little bit more confidence with your abilities to navigate this. So even as you were zooming in on this place, you were already rewinding to the point you needed to get to, to the point where once you reach that position, you're already at the correct moment. You feel it's almost very intuitive the way this works. Hmm. There's that initial barrier. It's like
4: turning two separate tiles at the same time.
0: Right, yeah. Or turning up the the bass and treble on a stereo or something and finding that exact right frequency. There's that initial barrier of resistance that you experienced last time where your mind rebels against the idea of traveling backwards in time. Uh-huh. But once you get past that, it's fine.
4: <laughs> Silly mind.
0: And so you reach that spot in the log. Log is doing it a disservice. This massive wooden cathedral of death and decay and rebirth and you find that place where the children of tier abandon their companions for unarmored soldiers left to die in the hollows of this place surrounded by fungal lizard mammoth pig things and you just want to follow them? Yes. Okay. As you set the map to run in real time, you are following them. and it's very clear that they are not pleased about being left behind. That's How fair. close do you get?
4: Probably alternate between uh, close up if if they ever they stop. Uh, probably zoom in pretty close to them, but as soon as they start moving, I'd want to move out a little bit just to see where they are, where they're going, that kind of thing. Um, I and mean- we don't have to do actual like real time. We could maybe do it like times two, um, just to like, so we don't have to sit here and watch them in real time. Um,
2: I'm imagining it's cutting between
4: close-ups of these people's faces
2: and, like, shots of the big cathedral log so that it looks like a fucking Tom Hooper movie by the time (laughs) Amari sees it. (laughs) If it's Um, being
0: recorded. Amari, you're watching this from the exterior, and last time you were still inside the map protocol while they were doing their thing. Mm -hmm. This is the first time you're watching somebody else do this from the outside. And what you're seeing is maybe not upsetting, but it's definitely odd in that the three of them are standing at points around the map that you detected via thermal vision on Oswald's part. And their bodies are standing perfectly still. Their eyes are rolled up, but open. And you can see the like, just twitching of eye muscles around the socket as though they're in some kind of REM state. Wow, I hate that. You can also see Oswald specifically. His hands are twitching in these little grasping motions. Kind of like a dog or a cat dreaming. Just "Eh, eh, eh, eh." little twitching motions. Oh,
1: he's going to get it. He's going to get that frozen rat. (laughs)
0: And as they're doing whatever it is they're doing, you see these dark blue-gray veins beginning to work themselves over the whites in Oswald's eyes.
1: It's I, hate, I, I can never get away from anything being described as blue-gray
0: mm-hmm.
1: anymore. Yeah. It's been three Not years this of it, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, even when I'm out and about, like, yeah, it's kind of a blue gray day outside. <gasps> Fucking what? It's what? Yeah. <laughs> it's the witch. We all have... Yeah, it's the witch. Uh, okay. Interesting. That's fun and cool and neat and awesome. Amari has no context for that at all.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's fair. As you, as the three of you are watching the tableau unfold beneath you, You watch these four soldiers, terrorists, whatever you want to call them. Mercenaries.
2: One can be many things. They contain multitudes.
0: These armed individuals. And now that you're focusing in on these four, you can see that there is a Lycan, two Midrians, and a Taro among their number. As they're moving, one of the Midrians falls to the lizard fungus things. These immense monsters with six limbs, four of which are primarily used for locomotion, but they can fall down onto all six limbs and move at speed if they need to. But when they need to get close and rear up, those two forward limbs with these long clawed hands can reach out with a sickening length and grab at people and they do so now dragging one of the midrians back into the darkening well of this tree what are these creatures called because i'm assuming florian would know no and that's one of the upsetting parts about this is florian you don't recognize these creatures at all um okay there are large megafauna on this world that you know by sight, and you saw a lot of them in the the large big tree, is what your people call it. Megapedes and hyper squirrels. But these things, whatever they are, based on what you've seen, they gestated in the middle of big tree. And like they, they only live there. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. <laughs> So, if they have a name, you don't know it. but I would convey that knowledge. Okay. And again, you have that telepathic link with your other individuals who are linked up into the system at the moment. So, as you watch, the party becomes a Taro, a Midrian, and a Lycan. And they're moving as quick as they can, occasionally turning backwards and firing. You see them use the last of their explosive ordnance grenades of some kind that they throw back and they attempt to use to collapse a tunnel behind them and they do and it gives them some breathing room something you would definitely notice though is as the fungal lizard things are stopped by this collapsed barricade of wood they will turn back around and gallop back towards the central area so you can Follow them back to whatever they're doing, or you can keep following the soldiers.
4: Uh, We'll we'll stick with the the soldiers. As tempting as these weird creatures may be.
0: Following them, this ragged band moves, and as you speed up the flow of time to watch them moving at a quick, exaggerated, like, (laughs) Buster Keaton level double time, (laughs) even watching this at double time it's clear that this place is huge, so even speeding things up to twice its normal movement speed, if you're watching these people for hours, it will still take hours, albeit half as many. But
4: yeah, I guess I'll just if they're just walking, I'll just have to keep you know keep uh, increasing the the speed at which I am fast forwarding until I notice that something interesting happens then i'll have to like stop and then rewind a little bit to find that find where that was
0: okay and Um, you'll see them stop occasionally especially right after the initial explosion and there are moments that well they'll move 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 stop briefly then move 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 do you try to pause it every time they stop
4: uh i mean if they're just stopping for a break then no i don't i don't think so
0: based on what you're seeing, they probably exchange words, both while they're moving and when they're stopping, but you can't make out anything that's being said when you're moving that fast.
4: Yeah. Um, It's like speeding up Alvin
0: and the Chipmunks.
4: Yeah. I guess if if we zoomed in on them close enough, maybe we could read lips or, I don't even know how detailed it would get.
0: Do any of you have that ability?
4: Mm. (laughs) Hmm. Just basic perception I have, but you uh, always,
2: I'm always game to try things. But
4: <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. My main goal here is just to figure out where they're going. Um, so I, I guess just follow them.
0: Okay, following them, you see that they make their way down a corridor, find that it dead ends, and make their way back. They clearly this is not the way they came in. They don't know where they're yeah. going, and that becomes very clear very quickly. Mm. eventually they pass into a larger chamber that is filled with more fungal blooms. And you see these large bulbous mushrooms that are kind of breathing, for lack of a better term. They're these big white and blue and purple bulbs that will just kind of flunge outward. And they're doing it really quickly because of how quick you're watching things. Flunge, perhaps, and as these figures move through this chamber, you see the pods extend, 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 then explode, and out of them come more of these lizard things.
3: Hmm. Oh, cool!
0: And I don't like that. The upsetting part is that it's very clear, based on some of the wound and like marks on these creatures, it's the same creatures. Fucking hive mind extruded out into this location. That's that is like wild. Like
2: time, like
0: you don't know. All you do know is that the the taro is the one who falls in this room, taken Mm. completely by surprise by this explosion of violence out of these fungal blooms. The other two manage to escape: the midrian and the Lycan. They keep charging down tunnels, hoping that their companion bought them enough time to flee. So as they flee and leave the Taro to fall behind them, the Lycan and the Midrian run off into darker tunnels still, chased at length by these fungal blizzard things. It's quickly becoming clear that they're becoming tired as they keep firing behind them, hoping to keep these things back. You can see that the creatures are being damaged by weaponry, and some of them are falling. You don't stop to see what happens after they fall, but there always seems to be more of these things coming out from side passages And not just side passages, but down passages and up passages. Gravity doesn't seem to work into exactly how this place is laid out. Eventually, you see the two of them leaping over an enormous pit, and the Midrian doesn't quite make it. It's scrabbling at the side, and then in, again, super fast motion, you see the Lycan come back around, grab the arm, and pull this person up to safety. And they stand there, staring back across the pit, and as they do, one of these enormous lizard creatures comes up from the pit and gloms onto the lichen and pulls him down. Oh, man.
1: That way to
0: go. The Midrian firing down into the pit, but then fleeing backwards into darkness. So this last individual flees through these tunnels. And it's a long, long time, but you begin to notice that he is no longer being pursued, and eventually he makes it out of a side passage and into bright, hurtful daylight in the middle of these woods. And he stares around haggardly before just setting off in a seemingly random direction. Following this person, even still, they... Ability to speed up time becomes a little easier as the direction and the methodology of this person's movement becomes far more straight-line oriented. There are quick bursts of violence when this person has to fight off an enormous squirrel or a hawk that's the size of a small transport vehicle.
4: Mm -hmm.
0: And... You catch those in brief flashes of light and etherics, but the continued motion, you're able to follow this person as they slowly and deliberately make their way through these woods. There is a day-night cycle that passes. You see this person killing, butchering, and eating an enormous mammalian creature of some kind it looks like a huge sloth with these like knuckled claws that dig into the ground you're muted olivia no i'm not okay (laughs) um
2: (laughs) do i get a sense of uh like where does it seem like this this person is making their way in like a particular direction
0: if you had to make a guess that might require a roll of some kind.
2: Yeah, like a survival roll maybe? That
0: might be a very good talent to use in this sort of scenario. Determining based on their movements where they might be headed on a world you're very familiar with.
2: Cleverly isn't my best tactic, but it's the one that we makes Do we have sense. an
3: alley-oop in the can? We do. We do. We do.
0: That's double, right? Mm-hmm. So you can double your okay. clever die. That's what I thought. I'm going to use that. Go for it. Um.
4: Oswald, be honored.
0: <laughs> got to find a way on this website to demarcate where our ollie oops are. Like, in reserve. There's got to be a way mm-hmm. to... For our listeners, we use a modified version of the fate card system for the system we're using here so that we can have a shared void pool and aether pool information available to all of our players and myself. So I am actively working on trying to make an easier way for us to be able to play with this system online. Because optimally, we would have all these dice just on the table with us that we could pass back and forth. But global pandemics be like that, yo. Yeah.
1: There's a pandemic. (laughs) No, How?
0: we're just
3: playing online this week because I happen to be sick.
1: <laughs>
0: mm-hmm.
2: oh. How we say as if we weren't
0: playing online before? from the beginning? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's why we call Elliot global.
2: Yeah, yeah. um, Mr. <laughs> worldwide over here. It's so blue. <laughs> <laughs> difficult uh, uh is this role mike and keep in mind that i am uh a like spent my youth traipsing all over these planets yeah
0: that's why i say this would be a pretty easy role for you uh that is excellent
2: i got a 15
0: very good with 5 more that would be a critical success i don't really need a critical okay, okay, okay. success oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> Based on the direction this person is headed, if you had to just extrapolate, they are headed towards one of the larger settlements on this planetoid. While it's not your hometown, per se, you lived close enough that you would be familiar with this. Calling it a city is disingenuous. Uh, Town? Yeah. (laughs) Township. Hamlet. the The town of Berdia.
2: Uh, is there anything of note here, or is it just like the closest place?
0: It is the closest place with a spaceport, specifically.
2: Ah! Okay. Alright.
0: Yeah. Keep, uh, keep following. And you would also know that based on this person's location near the big tree and the direction he's headed on foot, this trip will take about a week. Gotcha.
2: Hot damn. All right, I convey that information.
4: How long ago was this... Uh, are, are we at, at this point? From... When?
0: The attack.
3: So,
4: oh, I, I mean, from... Oh. From where we are now, in time... Uh, how long ago are we in the model like this, where this person is at this moment?
0: You think you are a little under a month from the real world time.
4: Gotcha. so it will take him a week to get to the, to this uh, city. So we can assume that he's there. Um, okay. Good to know.
2: I mean, unless he used there's a port there, he might have gotten the heck out of Dodge.
0: Yeah, it's possible. But again, something you would know, Florian, is it's not like there's a lot of traffic to or from Akalar.
3: Like no, but uh, a bus routes on Akalar is uh, more like a suggestion.
0: Oh, waiting for the bus, eh? Well, next one will be by and mm, Tuesday. <laughs> Uh, bus, please.
2: Stagecoach. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they have really long weeks. Every day is, you know, 65 hours and it's Wednesday now, so.
0: <laughs> Got some Time... Pony Express up in here. Time would be odd on Akalar. There's at least one of these planetoids that probably doesn't experience night in the traditional sense. But I leave that for you, Olivia, to figure out exactly <laughs> all of that. Oh, green. no
4: you can just go off of galactic time, you know?
0: And that's what most people use. Yeah. Because there's a galactic standard of a 26-hour day and a 28-day uh, monthly cycle. As you... Do you continue watching this person?
2: I mean... I, I mean, I would, I would suggest that we, we do, just in case he tried to leave.
0: Yeah. Okay. Amari, it's been hours now. Oh, shit.
1: That's true. It would be. Yeah. Just, like, pop my head back in, (laughs) like, hey, uh, we figure anything out in there? Are we, uh, what are we doing? Y'all have been in there for a bit, a while. A couple hours, actually.
4: How is... I'm trying to think of, like, uh, like... How do we perceive Amari's... Oh, I'm
1: stepping back onto the plate. Oh, okay, gotcha. To get back in. Psychically. Yeah. I gotta plug myself back into the Matrix. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Typing in global chat.
0: (laughs) Slash (laughs) all.
4: Yeah. Well, we're getting there. I apologize. Um, But uh, we need to know if... This individual has left the planet before we go to the planet.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah, I'll be out here if you if you need me.
4: You sure you don't want to tag along? It's quite no. interesting.
1: Okay. Yeah, sorry. I'm sure. It's gonna it's gonna happen. Is I'm gonna stay out here and keep an mm-hmm. eye on things in case. Well, you know, everyone's in there. Something doesn't creep up on us. Not no, that it that should, but. Go get him.
0: You duck back out, Amari?
1: Yep.
0: All right. The rest of you continue your surveillance in the past of this Midrian individual. Eventually, you would get little glimpses of this person and begin putting together, if not a profile, at least some generalities that you can pick up on. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, there's...
2: Really, really fast. You know what I realized, you guys? We've seen this person poop so many times now.
0: (laughs) You will have done that, yes. Mm -hmm. And at least once you see him get naked near a forest stream to wash off the grime and dust and blood. And when that happens, you see the elaborate back tattoo that he has. Ooh! That marks him as a former Imperial Marine. You don't know exactly what rank he held, but you know he's former Conus Empire based on that tattoo. And just to be clear, you've gotten enough looks at this person's face to confirm that it's not the same person who you got profiled back on that, uh, on the other world that I'm blanking on at the moment. Oh my god. Uh, Saran? Yes, back on Saran. So there's at least two individuals among the children of A tier who were formerly of the Empire.
2: Yeah. We we sort of figured out that, like, most of them are military, right?
0: You were told that from the get-go. Yeah. Yeah. But various
4: sides of the war.
0: Yeah. All of them are disaffected ex-military. At least that's the supposition. But getting a look at this person, you would tell that, based on your observations, he's relatively young probably no more than 40, which, again, in this universe, when the average lifespan for most Midrian types is around 150.
3: Yeah. It's practically
4: a child. Yeah. It's a toddler, really. (laughs) But
0: this is a person who's still in his prime, is my point. Mm Mm-hmm. There is also very clear that he shaves his head because he's balding. Uh, and by the time you find him getting into the city, he's grown out enough lengths of hair to like show his receding hairline. Mm. He is fair-skinned to the point where you are working under the assumption that he's probably a spacer based on the complexion. Uh, people who are born and raised in space tend to have kind of a paler complexion because they're not exposed to natural light as much. You also surmise that this person is a survival expert, for lack of a better term, because he survives for a week out in the woods.
3: Out in the woods on a planet that is just buck wild.
0: Yes. Yeah. And on multiple occasions, you see him taking down, like, big fucking animals and then eating them. Mm. So whoever this person is, is... Maybe not used to this particular type of situation, but at the very least can improvise well enough to adapt to this sort of situation, which in and of itself is impressive. Yeah. You would eventually follow this person straight into Berdia, the city that Florian is familiar with. It's not a big city. And again, calling it a city might even be a bit of a disservice. It's more of a township. There are perhaps 12 buildings, all told. In this wooded planetoid, because a lot of this planet seems to be covered in these like big, enormous woodlands, this is a relatively clear spot. But what makes it clear isn't the fact that they've removed the trees, it's that there are these enormous stumps that are connected by these huge bridges where the township is built on top of. And that gives it some elevation from the ground, but it's not quite up in the canopy. Mm -hmm. Cool. But these stumps are enormous, hundreds of feet wide each. So you can have entire buildings, multiple buildings sometimes, built up on top of these flattened areas of stump. This stump town, if you will. I was was literally literally... about to ask (laughs) if someone, (laughs) some may even call it stump town. Mm. They may even. But following this children member into town, you see that there are a couple of enormous stumps off to the the west side of town that appear to be a landing pad of some kind. They've been kept totally empty. And there's a small control tower nearby that's actually built into a tree that hasn't been cut down, so the control tower is up several hundred feet in the air jutting out of the side of a tree that's limbs have been shaved off but it's clearly been Mm -hmm. kept tall for the purposes of a control tower of some kind it's less ewok village and more like they've grafted their buildings onto these trees and just use them for terrain features and elevation there's still stuff made of polysteel and plastics and It's more like settlers than it is people trying to live au natural.
1: Yeah, it's not like incorporated into the the tree in like an organic way. It's just like, yeah, bolted to the tree.
0: Right. These are clearly people who are used to living hard on the fringes of civilization and doing it in whatever way they can. They're not attempting to be at one with nature, man
1: still better than a Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, low bar. Following this individual into Burdia, you see the first place he goes appears to be a large bar of some kind, speaking of low bars.
4: Mm. Uh-huh.
0: And immediately starts pounding drinks that are being served to him, and this is all happening in like That's really fair. rapid quick flash succession and or-
3: Yeah. We're basically, like, doing The Sims here.
0: Yeah, kind of, like Sims and fast forward, yeah. And at a certain point, you don't know what words are being exchanged, but after he's downed, like, three drinks, there's some kind of discussion that quickly leads to somebody putting a hand on his shoulder, which quickly leads to him turning around and punching that person, which quickly leads to a barroom Donnybrook, which quickly leads to several marshals hauling this person off.
2: We're basically Uh, having a Red Dead Redemption 2 moment here.
4: Can I request that the navigation, that this Atlas start playing the Benny Hill theme for this uh, fight
0: scene? (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) But yeah, you see this person dragged off to jail. Well,
3: at least he's probably still there. (laughs) Probably is. Uh,
0: The marshals who do this, there are only the two of them an older one and a younger one. You assume they're the local constabulary, maybe a sheriff of some kind or a marshal. You don't know exactly what power exists out here to claim authority to. I
2: I would probably kind of explain. I mean, it's, I'm assuming just based on how I've conceptualized this world that like, it's yeah, pretty like local government. There is obviously like communication between, uh, uh, townships and stuff but it's pretty I mean they're still working from a place of like these places are pretty isolated so yeah Yeah, it's the sheriff
0: (laughs) that's Mm -hmm. the government pretty much the sheriff who might also be the mayor
2: yeah but like right usually the town they just have a town hall to decide things it's fine right?
0: just so they have somebody to point to if there needs to be like somebody from Outworld shows up looking for somebody in charge, they can point to the sheriff slash mayor slash barrister slash whatever other jobs oh, he happens to fill. He, uh,
2: yeah, he also runs the, the grocery store. I don't know. Yeah. Mm.
0: <laughs> no, you want Zeke. Oh. Mm. His name's mm. not Zeke.
3: I was I I going to say I just, please uh, God.
4: Now nah, I'm just uh,
3: a <laughs> impulse. Simple country <laughs> lawyer <laughs> slash sheriff slash grocer slash mayor
0: <laughs> slash secret vampire. The Who's thing the we
1: go into the store and it's run by Zeke, and then we go into the next store and he's changed outfits and <laughs> oh, it's God. still him, just, but he's got just a different the hat. name. Yeah, it's he's just that. In- uh, what are you Instead talking about? Of- you ran into my brother. Instead
2: of he employs half the town, it's just he he is is the employee
3: of
0: half the town. he
3: is ancient and he is the land and he (laughs) is also the town.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But no. This this guy is brought to jail and do you stick with him? I mean, if he's...
2: We could or we could just go there and see. Yeah.
3: See if they're yeah.
4: How quick can can I can I go just to current time but stick on the same place and just see if he's still there?
0: You want to skip forward? Yeah. Yeah, if you there's this really odd static moment <clears throat> where everything fuzzes and then you snap to real time mm-hmm. and you see that this person is still there he's now laying down on this bunk and like staring up at the ceiling and casually tossing a ball that appears to be made of some kind of twine up into the air and then catching it
4: all right we know where to go
3: all right let's Should go we
4: go forward in time just I... to make sure he'll be there when we get there Ugh, it sounds so dangerous but interesting
2: i mean if he has been there for like weeks now at this point right yes mm-hmm. like what are what are? and i know by saying this i am increasing the chances but what are the chances he'll have broken out between now and when we get there
3: if i know anything from all of the space programs i've watched when someone is in jail and throwing a bowl of twine, it either means that they're resigned to being there or they are just, like, they know that they're going to be broken out. And like so they're being extremely that. casual. Yeah. Mm.
2: And because uh, his fellows uh, fucking left him to die, probably not getting broken not out. coming back.
3: Mm. Yes. They got what they needed.
1: Or they really, they find the amenities just really great. And they're not paying rent. So it's true, yeah.
2: Jails on Akalar are really nice.
1: Yeah, it's, it's really like
2: Sweden. Money.
4: <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's true. It,
0: it can't. A be voice from somewhere it. nearby says, Harcore, you up?" And the man will look and catch the ball without looking.
3: Wait, why is there noise? Good question.
0: And. Gets up into a sitting position and say, "Yeah, I'm up, Sheriff. Do you do anything? No, I mean, no. Yeah, as we
1: got we got to find out what's going on. I just want watching. Our talk st- to himself for a little bit.
4: We're just watching our stories. Okay.
0: The conversation unfolds. You see that the sheriff makes allusions to this person, hardcore, as he's called. Uh, com- Conducting some community service to work off his time.
4: Mm.
2: See,
0: Akilar, it's nice here.
4: You don't know what the community service the is.
0: And when they start talking about community service, his jail cell is opened. He's let out, and he is handed his rifle back.
4: Oh, it's
0: an odd choice. Well, I mean, it wasn't like he was arrested for something serious.
4: I suppose so. A little
3: light assaults in a bar. It's like. Yeah. It, uh, yeah. He didn't shoot anybody, so I suppose that makes sense.
1: Now he can, though.
0: You continue watching? I mean, yes. It's your call. We just, You're in real time now.
1: I
4: know. Should we just skip ahead a, uh, just really quick, see where he's going? Ugh.
2: I mean, we could just go there and say, hey, where did this guy go? And if they're like, yeah. oh, he shot a bunch of people and ran off into the woods, then we could go find him from there. Yeah.
4: yeah,
3: that's true. It's kind of like, right, it's a little bit of a thing where you're like, oh, if I look away, something's going to happen. But if we keep looking, we keep not being on our way to Akalar. And-
4: sure. Yeah. Yes. suppose we should. We we spent enough time in this.
0: As you're having this yeah. conversation, the the sheriff is seemingly debriefing this person on where his community service is taking place. He's saying something about the southern perimeter.
3: Okay. Well, I mean, we've been here for hours, apparently, according to Amari. So I can't imagine how much longer it's been now. Hmm. Um.
0: This marine's being led out of the sheriff's station.
3: So we should we should go.
4: Yes, yes. At the very uh, least the sheriff couldn't can direct us.
0: Yeah. Okay. And you break your connections with this place? Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah. Okay.
0: So just before they exit the sheriff's station, you break off and <laughs> Find yourselves back in the map room. It has been, by Amari's estimate, and again, you don't have any timepieces to actually verify this, but just based on your approximations, you would say it has been close to six hours.
2: <laughs> Mari also has a little ball of twine that he's
1: throwing. <laughs> I really don't know where it came from. I it it, it was here, oh, and I don't wait, know why. Is
2: he batting it like a cat?
4: Oh. No. Would you like a surface to push it off of?
0: That would be nice, honestly, yeah. <laughs> Amari, in that time... Also a you bathroom. Just, you've discovered a few things. Mm. There are nine exits from this room, including the one that you came through. They are nearly indistinguishable from each other. When I say nearly is because you've had six hours to... Observe these in every fashion possible, if you wanted to.
1: Yeah, I had to push the twine ball through every door.
0: And you were able to tell that there are slight, very, very slight temperature differences with each aperture.
2: That's weird. Yeah.
0: One or two of them have a very gentle breeze blowing at you. One or two of them have a very gentle breeze blowing... Or sucking away from you.
1: And so different pressure changes.
0: Right. And like I said, slight temperature variations, hotter, colder between all of them. Nothing extreme, but it's just if you stood in front of one long enough, you can tell the difference.
1: While it would be super cool if this was some sort of connector room between all of the the fun, uh, like god's tech installations i don't yeah, know you want to take that that yeah that chance at like no. all.
0: you do know that one of them that you witnessed was uh two miles Bad. below sea level
3: yeah and one of them has a bunch of like fucking mushroom lizard monsters that love to eat people so
1: mm. yeah you
0: that's on the saw outside them eating people by the way you just this saw is true we know th-
3: hold on We know that they love to kill people which I think is worse.
0: I'm
4: sure they're you know being slowly digested by fungal colonies.
3: Some sort of mushroom hive Maybe, Maybe they're like
2: they're like dolphins where they're smart enough that they just fucking kill for fun sometimes.
0: Yeah. Very possible.
1: (sighs) Yeah so I vote we go back through the one door that we came through. Yeah. That's where our ship is. Yeah.
3: Hopefully. All right. Let's all put our fucking face masks back on. The ones that give us oxygen. (laughs) I know Amari never took his off. I am announcing (laughs) that I'm putting mine back on. (laughs) I'm not even. For no reason other than I think God might be listening.
0: (laughs) Now Amari, when you say you never took yours off, you never unsealed your spacesuit? You would have run out nope. of oxygen. Yeah. Hours
1: well, okay. If that if that's the case, then yeah, I would have had to. Uh oh. Hmm. Well, okay. Here's the thing. <laughs> Amari would be smart enough to not run out of oxygen if that was the case. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you wouldn't have known how long well, we'd be doing
2: this. I mean, I would have would
1: be been like... like, okay, it's getting low. It's going to take this yeah. much to get back to the exactly. ship. Then I would have stopped. Right. Yeah. I'm not gonna just sit there and just kind of just, oh, gosh, mm, good oxygen. Oh God, I can't get enough of this shit. Yes. Okay. So yeah, if
0: yeah, that if it, it got
1: low enough to the point where it would have been like, oh, you, I'm going to need this much to get back up to the ship. Then I he would have like taken it off, I guess. How long would have oxygen normally lasted?
0: An hour. You had.
1: Mm, okay. And
0: by the time you got down here to this place after refilling your O2 tanks back in the research pod, you Mm -hmm. had, after all the hemming and hawing getting into this place, you probably had about 40 minutes of O2 left. And you know that at, like, a fairly fast clip, you could probably get back to your ship within 15 minutes.
3: Okay.
1: Okay, so obviously then he took his helmet off because that's ridiculous i'm just gonna sit here in my own little oxygenless like little person suit (laughs) yeah that'll go over well so ignore everything i've said up to this point amari took his helmet off at a certain point about 20 minutes left of oxygen
0: okay good to know the rest of you you're fine you got like 40 minutes left
4: Oh, great. Oh, yeah. Wow. We Bad should uh, really stroll through. back
0: to the spaceship.
4: Maybe, maybe take a look at some other spots. You know. <laughs> we no. Yeah, like the oxygen we, refill we station. Can. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just want to go check that out again. Just real we,
2: quick. We can go investigate every aperture.
1: I'm going to go investigate a bunk on the ship. Hmm.
3: That's what they're calling it now. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's just go back to the ship.
0: Yeah. Okay. When you leave this place, you cast glances back at the softly glowing atlas as it gently spins at a slight angle, still all of it made from these weird strands and dark stone-like material. Leaving this place feels... It's not like it's trying to keep you here, but there's definitely so many unanswered questions that those of you with a a curious bent about you, there's just so much you could accomplish with a map like the one that's here. Hell, any number of governments or spy agencies or so many galactic powers would kill to have something like this. The rumors about what a an astral-level wizard is capable of approximates what you were just doing. Being able to expand one's consciousness to connect with the galactic flow of Aether and mm-hmm. will your consciousness through it. And this was able to be done with a thought. It's daunting, the level of knowledge and power one might gain having control of something like this and it definitely leads you to believe that whoever was studying this place from the college probably didn't tell anybody or maybe couldn't even get it to work
1: bad scientists
0: you'd figure if any galactic power knew about this place you wouldn't have been able to get within a parsec of it
1: yeah hey y'all hey y'all we should blow it up. No, no, we can't. No,
4: it's blown up. Yeah, that's too dangerous. Could one, we could return one day and and think about what we could learn
1: and use it for good.
4: Yes, of course. I mean,
3: mm-hmm.
4: knowledge is really neutral.
3: It's just uh, just an act. It's, of course, knowledge can be evil.
0: As you're leaving. I would like everyone to give me a swift perception roll.
3: Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a one, baby. Cool. I also got a one, and you know what? I only have the tactic, so
0: mm, oh yeah, me nice. getting
3: getting more XP.
0: That sounds <laughs> and like
3: possibly another condition. <laughs>
0: Critical failures, huh?
4: Mm.
3: A spectacular one might even say.
4: Mm. I'm assuming investigation or insight do not uh, apply to this particular... Investigation
0: might apply.
4: Oh, okay. Great. Roll two d8s. That's fine. Nine! Nine. Amari? Eight.
0: Eight. Uh Hmm. So, Shay, Florian, are you giving me, your humble dragon master, three void dice? (laughs) Or are you taking a condition?
3: Well, you already have one, two, three, four, five, six. So um, I'm going to give myself another condition because I'm going to say that um, it makes narrative sense because i think that going into this map room my migraine was temporarily um uh fixed because of whatever stuff was going on and i think as soon as i walk back out i fucking have a migraine again Mm -hmm. um and so it catches me so off guard that i fuck up again and now wow
0: you have the um, condition seeing double yeah that's a good one florian
2: I am also going to take a condition and I'm trying to think of a cow themed one (laughs) because I've been doing cow themes, but the only one that's coming to mind is in need of the hug box, like Temple Grandin's (laughs) machine for cows in a slaughterhouse. Um,
4: Very specific. What about a mad cow disease?
2: Oh, shit. I don't know what that describes but it's funny
0: (laughs) you do have a bit of mad cow the both of you in fact because what you notice on your way out of here as you cast glances backwards just before your perceptions slip into darkness Florian you swear you see yourself entering that room from the opposite wall on the other side of the Atlas room. And Shay, you think you see at least five different versions of you coming in to the chamber, moving in a clan-like lockstep.
3: Oh, Oh, thanks. I hate it.
0: And they all look at each other with shocked expressions. (laughs) And then... Your vision is consumed by the darkness that you must push through to exit this uh, place.
3: Hmm. I need a six hour nap. That's actually like a normal amount of rest. Like I sleep. I need like That's a fifteen asleep. I need like a sixteen hour nap.
1: You need a small a short <laughs> coma. Uh, I need a that short is, medically that is induced not coma.
3: A <laughs> normal amount of
0: sleep for a nap, though.
3: <laughs> yeah, I I'm all fucked up.
0: Florian, you swear the version of you that you saw entering that room was wearing golden filigreed armor with dragon embossments on it. (laughs) Some kind of ceremonial headdress that one might wear if they were a Minosian religious leader. But you quickly lose sight of this whatever it is pushing through the darkness you eventually come out into that flickering pulsing area of an amphitheater the stairs leading up towards the the spiral ramp that leads up through the dig site and out Was there anything you wanted to accomplish on the way out you just beelining for the ship uh, think i'm, I'm
3: yeah i'm personally beelining for the ship um, yeah me
0: too You make it up to the top level, moving through the ruins of the habitation pod. You come out onto the surface of Rafos, and you do not see your ship anywhere. Uh,
3: are our communications back up?
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Hey, Dumo?
0: And there's a crackle and a squawk and a, Oh, oh, oh hello.
3: Hey, what's going on? Where are you?
0: Where are you? Duma is You're... in high orbit.
3: We're on the planet. You are? Yeah.
0: You... Huh. Okie dokie. Ah.
3: No. Mm. Yeah. Well, mm. Just get yeah, we're still at the dig site? We're at the dig site, you know, the dig site.
0: Yes, Doma is aware of dig site. Uh, Duma left there a day ago.
3: Oh, cool, 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 for sure, yeah. Awesome.
2: We
0: got a little, uh, held up. But, hmm, okie-dokie. Uh, Doma is coming in for our landing. We'll pick mm-hmm. you up shortly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we'll Please see. Ya. wait for ten minutes for Duma to arrive.
4: Okay. Fortunately, we all have plenty of oxygen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, are we gonna
2: have to? No, because it took us fifteen minutes to get out. So That means
4: that tomorrow
2: tomorrow is five minutes left. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's fine. I'll do the. I'll do the thing. I'll. I'll unattach mine and. And stick onto Amari's. It'll be great.
0: There are systems in place that if you needed to splice an oxygen tank into Amari's suit, you could.
3: Yeah.
2: Little headphone splitter.
1: Yeah. <sighs> just um, what a wonderful game we play.
3: Since <laughs> we have to wait um, for 20 minutes, um, I would like to reach out etherically um, and just sort of leech some aether off some shit. There, Since we're not coming back here.
0: There isn't anything. The power that was in this place is the power you brought with you.
3: Oh, that's right. I forgot. Never so mind.
0: In the habitation pod, at least. You know, you turned some stuff on over at the research pod. If you wanted to yeah. trek over there. You nah. could
3: probably... oh, I'm just going to lie down on the ground.
0: Have a nice moon sit down. And again, you're in weird bouncy gravity here on this moon. Yeah.
4: Uh, can I review the footage from when I was recording while interfacing with this thing? Absolutely.
0: You begin watching the footage, and it records from your point of view. And you watch as your eyes fixate on this slowly spiraling model of the galaxy. And your Site does not waver from that model. Yeah. The model doesn't change or shift at all.
4: For like six hours.
0: <laughs> yeah, so I don't I don't know how much of this you scrub through. Not too much. <laughs> uh do you scrub through any of it?
4: I mean a little bit, um, okay. just to see. Uh, but I I don't know. Eventually I'm like, I mean, if I'm gonna go through this, it's not gonna be here. Um, okay, but but you th- yeah, just like I think little there's bit a stutter
0: in the footage.
4: About how far in?
0: You think pretty quickly. It's about the same time, probably that you started fast rewinding.
2: That tracks,
4: huh?
0: You don't know what it is, but there's a, a weird jump cut. You'd need more detailed analytic. Programs to really decipher what's happening in the footage, but you definitely notice a stutter and it okay. keeps happening at intervals. So you're not quite sure what is causing it or what's happening.
4: Okay. Well, it's something to go over.
0: Amari is saved the excruciating death of explosive decompression or asphyxiation by the willful application of other people's O2 reserves. And eventually, your spaceship lands. You see Duma in the uh, cockpit, kind of looking at the viewfinder of the uh, Tyrishian looking at you all with somewhat shocked expression. Okay. So. And the ramp lowers in the airlock is awaiting for you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is um, Tux talks among- Okay. It tucks seems fine.
1: Oh, thank God! Okay.
0: All right. And Duma meets you in the cargo hold that the ramp empties into, and he's looking at you all uh, with a concerned expression.
3: Okay, Duma. Why don't you tell us from your perspective what happened in the last day?
0: Uh. Day and a half.
3: Mm, okay, day and a half.
0: You leave to go investigate the archaeological dig site
3: mm-hmm. with
0: one hour's worth of oxygen. Right. You leave Duma with the ship, as per usual, and mm-hmm. Duma figures, okay, they have hour of oxygen, they be back within hour. This makes that perfect sense
3: how that would work.
0: And then you do not. Right. And Duma does not hear anything. So Duma assumes the best and maybe you find extra oxygen inside. After two hours, Duma cannot keep assuming best possible situation. Mm -hmm. Still no word from any of you Letting Duma know what is happening. And it is about at three hour mark that Duma begins to panic. Now. And Duma hopes you do not take offense to this, but I was not willing to put on a spacesuit to go into that creepy, creepy no, place.
3: Totally, totally understandable.
0: Also, <laughs> yes. no spacesuit big enough for Duma.
3: True.
0: So, Duma contacts the uh, very nice elf man, mm-hmm. who helps Duma with his promotion, right. and asks for help, and that is when very nice elf man tells Duma to hold on, he will get back to Duma.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He does, and tells Duma to wait. Duma wasn't sure why, and quite honestly, Duma feels a little bit wishes Oracle Zero, all of you, would tell Duma what is going on every once in a while.
3: Yes. Yes. Um.
0: Feels very out of the loop. Yes.
3: Have, yes. So, when Mr. Zinn told you to wait, is that the last thing that's happened? Have you been waiting this whole time? Uh. I mean, yeah. clearly you have been waiting, which we greatly appreciate.
0: Yes. But Duma also sends word back to Storm's Repose about all of this. Mhm. Specifically. Maybe, well. To f-
3: whom? Whomst?
0: Operations director, of course. Right. Mm.
3: Yeah. That would make sense. Yeah.
0: You are acting like that is a bad thing. I mean, well, it's not Duma, a good thing. For well, us. Duma, first
3: Duma first first. Hmm. I think this is important. I'm Speaking for all of us, but I, I feel it is appropriate. We are sorry. I am personally sorry, and I believe we are all sorry. We should have. We were. We lost the ability to communicate, uh, both with each other and to the outside, and we should have made sure that we checked in with you first before delving deeper I'm- into. A situation where we were not able to get in contact with anyone.
2: To be perfectly fair, though, uh, you were about to... I mean, you were, like, literally clutching your head. and
3: Yeah, but Florian, a, a, a good apology does not have any ifs, ands, or buts in it. And B, I mean, like, we kind of had a, a an idea that our communication was getting fucked up beforehand, and we should have taken the opportunity an opportunity to maybe pause and hey I'm am, I am I am taking up this blame as well. I'm not trying to say that anybody, any one person did anything wrong. I think we didn't do things in a very good, uh, you know. there was some um I'm sick, so I'm having trouble coming up with the word um but you know, like, things that you do in Protocol? Protocol, We missed
2: out on some protocol.
3: We did some protocol bad. And it caused you stress and some issues, and I am sorry for that. Because you're right, we should be putting more trust in you because you're our pilot, and ostensibly I, I consider you a friend. Um...
0: Duma would like to think so, but then situations like this, where you'll not tell Duma critical mission important information, keeps happening.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It, I, I suppose. Oh, yeah. Go ahead.
3: No, 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 no. I was just going to literally spill the beans, though. So, like, if. That's
4: where I was getting to. Uh, I think the original intent of not telling everything is due to the fact that some of the information that we've come across is dangerous. Um, It wasn't our intent to keep you in the dark only to keep you safe, but I think that this scenario has highlighted the fact that we are all working together and perhaps it was foolish of us to think that we could ask you to help us without knowing all of the information on what we are doing.
0: Duma prides himself on being able to fly in dark. That is yes. one of the things Duma does in pilot school. But metaphorically, yes, it mm. is not a good thing. <clears throat> no. Yes. Yes. So while Duma has uh, gone along with it for a while now. Because there was the bits with the moon base, and Mm. then there was the bits with everything that happened on Esclipsis. Yeah. Wherever Mm. the heck Amari got his shiny new gun. Oh, yes. Yes. I forgot. There was the employee from Esclipsis that Duma maybe helped transport illegally off-planet. And Duma did not ask any questions. You've been exceptionally, either
3: way. Yeah, yes. you've been exceptionally yes. cool about a lot of stuff.
1: And here I was thinking this entire time, like, oh yeah, Duma's on board, Duma Do- knows everything. I was like, mm. No, we did not. Uh... I
3: would swear Dude, we told we'll him that Director Silvara was trying to kill us, but, you know, that's, <laughs> that's on us.
4: It is, it really is. Um, well, I suppose we should... Start from the beginning.
0: And parked here on Rafos. you want to tell, bring Duma up to speed on the whole I situation? Mean, I mean, we should like we start out? to chart a course, to act.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, well, can yes. we walk
0: and talk? Can we walk, we walk and, and talk? talk? Yeah. Yeah. And Duma is a good enough pilot that he is perfectly capable of flying a spaceship and holding a conversation at the same time. And that's why he's our favorite pilot. Yeah. Is there anything you want to leave out?
2: Uh, no, but when the Dil- director Silvaro stuff comes up, Florian will posit that this is maybe actually a good thing. But Duma sent a, a message to her being like, "Ah, oh, yeah, they didn't have any oxygen and they've been gone for a long time.
3: Oh, Yes be that could that could buy us like you know with the time that that buys us we could maybe like I don't know knock it fucking just, hide, just like
0: hide maybe out in, leave in, us in our back cave <laughs> yeah fuck like a fucking second if we are doing protocols now good protocols yeah it would be protocols to submit form telling. Storm's repose that Finder team is dead. Duma did not do this. Duma remained hopeful because nice Mr. Zinn told me to wait. So Duma Hmm. waits.
2: Well, yeah, I guess that's sort of my point, is maybe we're not so much doing good protocols yet.
0: So maybe not submitting paperwork saying that Oracle Zero is still alive? Yeah. I think that I That'd think that if choice. anybody
3: if anybody should be notified of our uh, actual aliveness it should be Mr. Zin and the proctor
0: Duma does not have proctor's call set
3: I can I can hack it
1: Okie dokie. Can you just brain Mr. Zinn? No Zin I can't Zin. do that
3: Especially not with the two conditions I have right
1: now. Nah, just push through, it's fine, it's fine. Just walk it off.
0: Why not three? Mm -hmm. As you lay in a course for Akalar, you know that it will be probably a three-day journey to get there. The routes this far out into the eastern reach are fairly direct. There isn't a lot of little hops and jumps you need to make. You know, the routing of void jumps gets more complex the closer into the galactic core you get. None of you are astro-navigators, so you wouldn't necessarily know why that is, but it's just a fact of space life.
3: Yeah. Hmm. I didn't take very good notes that day.
0: You do know that your course will take you almost directly past Yagrosh, the Ursan homeworld the place where the college is located that was in charge of this mining, this uh, archaeological dig. that's true. Just putting that out there, uh, up to you if you want to further that investigation, if at all.
4: Probably at some point.
0: As you bring Duma up to speed, he is putting the piece together rather quickly. You're beginning to get the sense that Duma was paying attention during everything, so when he has certain key pieces of information, he can put all of this together pretty quickly.
3: Yeah. <clears throat>
0: You're definitely getting the sense that Duma's the kind of guy to like sit back and observe and just kind of go with it, but he's still paying attention to everything that's going on. Yeah. yeah. Eventually, when you get to this conclusion that maybe not telling the Cole Foundation that This whole situation has been resolved just yet to maybe give the impression that you're still out of commission to the (laughs) the foundation as a whole, but the operations director, Silvaro specifically. Yeah, Duma's a little less okay with that, because it's definitely under the impression that, like, implying that you're all dead is pretty much lying and he doesn't like doing that. Especially to the place where it gives him his paycheck.
3: I guess that's why I suggested that we at least tell the proctor, like, because again, I'm I'm sure that with a nap and a good roll, I could fucking figure out how to send that dude a message. Sure. Um, because, like, the proctor—I mean, so right—the proctor is like that's like going. Uh, uh, an ash- one echelon higher than director Silvaro essentially. I, just,
0: Absolutely.
2: I just don't know that he wouldn't immediately tell her which is I fine mean, we also don't need to like do anything yeah. I just I merely suggested it as
0: a thing yeah.
3: I just he's technically the one who gave us this mission that's true so yeah. we don't have to fucking tell her anything
0: uh, another thing you neglected to tell Duma that this mission yeah. did not come from the operations director like all of your other missions do.
3: Oh, oh well. I guess I thought it was implied. Anyway. Um. <clears throat>
0: As you get out from Rafas and you begin your first stage of warps, the shutters going down over the view screens to block out the hateful green light that would filter in from the void, you are left contemplating a lot of what you saw in those strange ruins. This is maybe some of y'all's first interactions, like real interactions with God's tech Mm -hmm. on a real personal level. There might have been times where you see God's tech displayed in museums or at the centerpiece of certain small towns out in the galaxy. That's a thing sometimes. But actually interacting with it you you get the allure now. There There's something tantalizing about this strange technology, as terrifying as it can be sometimes. Mm-hmm. Maybe Amari doesn't feel this way. He was fairly resistant to the whole experience. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, you have completed this chunk of the mission. You can clear what conditions you have and you will have a, a a bit of downtime between here and your next destination is there anything in particular you want to accomplish in the 3 days it'll take you to get to akalar florian i would like to become
1: space president
0: <laughs> 3 days this is a uh, a space republic and the uh, the space hasn't stopped the us <laughs> <laughs> a true republic come now
1: Oh, okay, okay, well. Hmm.
0: <laughs> so, becoming a space senator is one thing.
3: But you already were. Yeah, you're already. You're so close.
0: <laughs> now, if you wanted to become oh, space a first consulate, and then we can start shifting things in a new and interesting direction, that's a whole other conversation. Let's keep
1: that on the table for now. Okay. <laughs>
0: yeah. Call that option Napoleon. Just keep that in your back pocket.
1: Do I get a nice hat? Why wouldn't you?
0: Your first console. You. Cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Okay, cool.
1: New strange character <laughs> trajectory.
0: Yeah. Is there anything else anyone would like to do on their downtime between e- Rafas and Akalar?
2: Yeah, there's one specific thing that Florian would <laughs> like to do, which is to send a patient, um... To Akalar that just says um sorry, change of plans, three days out.
0: And you're sending this to whom?
2: Uh it's a reply to the message I received.
0: Ah, okay. Very good. And all right. You send that and off.
1: Quick question regarding the two seraph class mechs. That were in the uh the map like playback. What happened to those? If you they, ask Oswald
0: after it. They yeah. leapt up onto a dropship and flew okay away.
1: I couldn't yeah. I couldn't remember if Good. those or just the raptors
0: yeah. left. Both of them. Yeah. yeah. Got it. They all they all okay. made it off
3: world. I think one mech got trashed, but I think the rest of them made it off.
0: Yeah. Two seraphs and two raptors made it off world. Yeah. Love it. Um,
4: I would like to go over the footage and try and look more into these weird uh, stutters. I suppose. Um, I don't okay. necessarily know what skill this would be.
0: Um, no skill. You've got three days to. Again, okay. I don't ask for roles on downtime stuff, because I'm assuming it's just a matter of time before you apply yourself to something like this. Yes. And scrubbing through video is just as hard as it takes to sit down and scrub through video. It's uh,
4: it's more tedious than anything.
0: Right, exactly. Breaking things down on a frame-by-frame basis is is a... I mean, you've done video editing. It's a giant pain in the ass.
4: (laughs) It sure is. It sure is.
0: And that's what you're in for, is a giant pain in the ass. But it does bear fruit. As you're scrubbing through the video, you get to that first shuddering jump. And it's it's a frame. It's a single sliver of an instant. Where what you you were looking at, because again, this is all POV from... Oswald's glasses point of view, Mm -hmm. the map that he's looking at has shifted. And the, the material that the model is made of isn't forming a galaxy anymore. For that sliver of a moment, it's a sapient form. Two arms, two legs, a head, a torso. All of it weirdly angular and faceted, and it starts in the center in just, like, a neutral pose. And then on the next shutter, it moves a little bit, and almost like stop-motion animation, as you feel through each little shuddering step, you see this... Entity, this weird angular creature walking slowly towards the edge of the pillar that it was suspended above. But this thing's feet, if you want to call them that, are touching the pillar, and all of the strands that are creating it are coming down from above. So, like some kind of weird jagged marionette, it's slowly walking towards the edge of the pillar, towards your point of view. And again, this is only what you're getting this information between each stutter, which is happening. You think in real time, as you were slowly increasing the speed and futzing with Mm -hmm. time, every time you do that, this thing appears again. Gotcha. And so by the end, when you were filtering through a week's worth of this soldier, hoofing it through the woods... The last frame you see is this weird angular thing reaching just past the lip of the whole pillar, its hand reaching towards your face, and it's like coming straight at the glasses with these long claw-like fingers. And then you think the last time is when you snapped it back into real time. And that angular creature disappears. And the last thing you see in the last little shutter in the footage is the model of the galaxy. And you're not seeing it from your eyeballs perspective. You're looking at yourself from the map's perspective. Uh, That's fucked up shit right there. And again, it only lasts for like a frame. And other than that, it is extremely boring of just you staring at a slowly rotating map of the galaxy.
4: Can I splice those together to create a just we like stop and start sort of like frame by frame animation um, <laughs> just to have that.
0: <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, and again, once you cut it all together, it is this <laughs> angular bipedal creature. Its limbs look like they're made of like if you took the barest bones of a marionette, the like the angular pieces of wood or plastic that make up a puppet without any of the the trappings that might give it a more humanoid or whatever you want to make the puppet look like. This is just like the wire frame beneath like some the- kind of puppet. Or
2: like, the, like those art models? Armatures.
0: Yeah, like an armature, but more faceted, angular. Like planes of it are all flat, and there's no curves to it at all. Any curves mm. that it has are made up of multiple angled panels. Its head is this long, sloping shape that comes back and away into these long strands of almost crystalline dreadlocks. And it is... As you cut it all together, slowly taking a few steps, long steps, towards you. Because again, this column that it was suspended on was 30 feet wide, all told. Mm -hmm. So in three huge steps, it strides across and is reaching down and kneeling down. And its hand is reaching out towards your point of view. And its hand just crossed the event horizon of the, the column, reaching beyond the column almost to you before your vision snaps out of it. And you get that one last frame of looking down at Oswald from the perspective of it's not the map that was looking at Oswald. It's whatever this thing was. Rose.
4: Yeah. Can I do a quick, uh scan of the uh of the the goggles just to like make sure they're running well there's nothing uh functionally out of place uh in the in the aether tech at all
0: digging you pull the glasses off and look around and like you see now that they the lenses appear to be cracked oh Almost unnoticeably, but near the the rim, there's like a small etching crack in the lens. And if you didn't know any better, you would say that crack forms shapes like letters. Can I make out...
4: Is it like letters I can read?
0: You kind of have to look at them in an abstract fashion. Like, again... The same way that you could, like, look at a stony edifice and say, like, oh, yeah, there's kind of a face there. You can look at these cracks and say, oh, yeah, it's kind of letters. Mm. If the letters are all splintered together to make a crack in a lens. Like a metal band name logo. (laughs) Right.
4: Yeah. Hmm. It says Slayer. Hmm.
0: (laughs) Mastodon. (laughs) (laughs) No. What it says is a nonsense word. It doesn't mean anything. It's just letters mm-hmm. strung together. Z E N I R V A A.
3: <laughs> doesn't sound like
1: anything. We have to, to blow it up. I was right.
0: <laughs> and again. That's a it's a stretch. Yeah.
2: Just a that's quick problem. behind the scenes uh, for our audio listeners. When she was talking to him last episode, I did text Elliot, being like, "I can't believe this bitch is here."
1: <laughs> He's everywhere. She is Skynet.
3: Shay Shay looks over at your glasses and is like, "Hey, wait, that's a character from my favorite television program. What the hell?" <laughs>
0: you're left to ponder those letters meaningless as they are and in a a few short hours you will all be arriving on Akalar that strange composite five world body at the edge of fey space about as far north as many of you maybe have ever been towards those Bizarre, warped regions dominated by the Fae. But you know, on Akalar at least, even stranger things await within the depths of that place. But exactly what those are, and exactly what awaits Florian's homecoming, I think is going to have to wait until next time. Because as always, you can find us online at RPG on Twitter and Instagram. You can also email us at materialcomponentsrpg at gmail.com. We always love hearing from all of our listeners.
2: You can find me on Twitter at cryoutolivia. I am always there talking about D&D and other RPGs and also just a lot of other nerd stuff. So come hang out.
3: You can find me on Twitter at Elliot C. Lewis. I'm an illustrator and graphic designer doing a lot of tabletop RPG and other fan art. You can also support me on Patreon and Coffee. Links to both of those are in my Twitter profile.
1: You can find me at The Readimus on Instagram and Twitter where I post jokes and lots and lots of photos of nature. So come check it out. And you cannot find me on social media, but what you can do is support our
4: show by rating and reviewing it on whatever platform you're listening to it on. Please, please, please do so.
0: Indeed, and finally, you can find me personally on Twitter and Instagram, at MKGorgoni, where I'm always happy to talk about all things material components. But as always, the world is chaos, so please, be kind to each other. Goodbye, everybody.
3: Goodbye. Bye.
0: Goodbye.
4: Bye.